Good evening, everyone. 7th of April, 2020. Can we believe it's April already? Uh, the leaves have turned brown out here and autumn autumn is upon us. But um, anyway, <laughs> that's the least of our worries at the moment. Actually, it's a shame we didn't get locked down in the middle of winter. It probably would have been easier to handle. But anyway, we're, uh, we're dealing with the, uh, the coronavirus and the curve is definitely flatting. Um, flattening. I, uh, I want to invest in the curve because I think, uh, you know, it's past its peak and it's probably a good buying opportunity. But who knows? On that, there's probably a lot of you that have been out there and, uh, and been doing a bit of investing because there has been some, uh, some amazing opportunity out there. Who knows whether it's bottomed, but uh, it's definitely not at its top. So uh, if you haven't been investing in the market and you haven't been thinking about uh, opportunities, it's probably you know, definitely a time to consider dollar cost averaging and um, <clears throat> and that sort of thing. Anyway, to get, uh, without any further ado, um, advice evolution, fair, complete and free of conflicts. Let's get our advice in those boxes. That covers your code of ethics. Probably in the quiet times when you've made all your phone calls. And uh, Look, it's an interesting thing at the moment and I'm finding that a lot of advisors are getting a lot of time to contact. You know, in a, um, when you've got a little bit of time up your sleeve, you can actually contact 10 or 12 clients in a day quite comfortably. Talk to them and... Uh, and you know, help them through this period. It's easy then to deal with the amount of clients that we have, and wow, things are becoming easier than we thought. So it's uh, you know, and there's every advisor I'm talking to at the moment is going manic. They reckon they're so busy, and uh, until they end, it's just uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting times, and uh, you know, I've got to turn everything we can into an opportunity if that's at all possible. Anyway, a few other things that are <clears throat> happening at the moment. First of all, there's uh, the 8th of April, Morningstar have got a, um, um, they're having a, a webinar on hybrids. That's on the 8th of April. Ask Noims if you need some information on this one because uh, there's a lot of you out there that aren't using hybrids um, and they're a good thing. They work well. They're, you know, especially in the, the current environment, you can pick some up that are reasonably cheap, but uh, they're a good solid return and in a time when, you know, 0.25% interest rates um, we need to look for a better return for our clients. Um, to that end, you know, there's CPD floating around everywhere at the moment. But just be aware of the fact that, especially over Easter, you might have a bit of time. Get onto your CPD. I know that if you're studying, it's not a problem. But um, if you're not studying for fascia, then uh, you know, your CPD is going to mount up. And uh, we need to uh, start getting some stuff done on that. And if you can't get into Kaplan, make sure you get in touch with Jesume or support the support team and work that out. So Jude will sort that out. Now Jude is also issuing certificates for Melbourne and Brisbane PD days. Um, it's been six points allocated to both. And uh, hopefully that helps you on your quest to get things done. Um, communication. As I was saying before, it's a great time to ring your clients. You can get tear through... You know, if you're prepared to put in a bit of time, call all of your clients, you know, over the next three or four weeks. You know, it doesn't take that long to call, you know, 100 clients if you uh, you make plenty of phone calls. And it's a, it's a good time to help them out and it engages you with them and opportunities will fall out. The other thing is, especially uh, while you've got a bit of, you know, if you do start falling into a time, you know, because you're not seeing, sitting in front of clients, get in, get your books out, have a look at your business. One of my questions in the CEO report, uh, CEO uh, uh, visit, which we're now doing online, of course, is what's your profit margin? I'm uh, going to sit in front of you and I'm going to 
question you on on some of the metrics of your business, the real metrics, not the financial planning metrics, the real metrics. And uh, I need you guys to understand what you're doing. So put 20 minutes aside per week. Put your feet on the desk, read your balance sheet, look at your P&L and understand the numbers within your business. All right, opportunities. Um, one of the one of our practices is looking for a good advisor in Melbourne. So if you know a a good young advisor or old advisor, um, give us a yell and uh, we can put him put them in place. They're looking for a, a power planner as well. But um, so uh, give me a yell if you're looking uh, you know of anyone who's uh, looking for a job, a good person who um, obviously doesn't need a book, but if they've got a book, they might be able to meld that in. But um, yeah, definitely looking for someone in Melbourne. Power planning at the moment. Power planning is. Um, up to date. So if you send something in and you need it done, there's a possibility that there's, you know, we're basically putting a seven day turnaround on them at the moment and we should be able to maintain that and we'll put resources to them accordingly. Secondly, we'll be doing ROAs. So we can do your ROAs for you as well. So that's ROAs for anything for all of your reviews. Um, And uh, the ROAs will be 150 bucks. Um, Acknowledgement of documents. Now in this time of... um, social distancing, we need to be aware of our um, the methods that we use to get clients to acknowledge. Now, traditionally, that's always been a signature and there's been absolutely no room to move on that. Now, notice that NetWealth came, today came out with e-signatures. I wrote back to NetWealth and said, look, guys, that's awesome, e-signatures, but what about an e-acknowledgement? Let's get ahead of the curve. This is, um, you know, an e-signature is ridiculous. Anyone can forge those that, you know, it's just, well, I don't know if they can forge them so much, but it's just, it's just old technology and, um, you know, people demanding signatures for me is just archaic. And uh, I don't think it's, you know, a useful method of, um, you know, sorting out, uh, of people acknowledging documents. But anyway, to the extent that, you know, if we got to the, we're getting to the stage where we need an actual original signature and a document from a, um, um, one of our providers, we're sort of saying, well, do we really need you as a provider? Because you're still not, uh, you're not in the 20th century. And, you know, we want to be ahead of the game. We don't want to be sort of doing you know, archaic practices. And if you're doing archaic practices, you're really not something that we want to be using for our clients. So uh, look at not acknowledgement letters. So at this time of um, social distancing, I'm happy for you to get acknowledgement in any way that you can. Now, be that an email, be that a thumbs up. As long as you can identify that you've sent the appropriate document, then I'm happy for you to accept an acknowledgement in that case. So, um, yeah, do what you can. Get uh, get things acknowledged. Get your reviews acknowledged. And uh, I'm pretty sure that in most cases that will stand up and will be adequate. All right, next on that, we've got another webcast um, in volatile markets. Now, I think BT uh, putting on client communications in volatile markets. Again, that's on the 8th of April. So if you, uh, you want to spend a bit of time, that's tomorrow. You can uh, get onto those ones and learn a few things from BT. Here's an interesting one. Now, ASIC, uh, I'm reading in IFA that ASIC have been uh, have given a bit of relief on grandfathering to you know grandfather clients and getting them sorted out. Um, interestingly enough, I haven't seen any of the product issuers actually changing their rollout process. So yeah, it's sort of fallen on deaf ears. To that end, we've actually been writing, I've written to CFS a couple of times now and spoken to, you know, as high as I can get to easily about putting pressure on them and saying, look guys, why are you turning off grandfathering, especially when clients need the advice? 
They're gonna need an advisor, they need somebody to call. And as soon as you turn this off, they're all gonna be CFS clients, not um, um, AE clients or not advisor A's clients. And um, yeah, it's a, uh, look, it's, it just shows you the, the things that uh, are far more important to product issuers than clients and advisors at the moment. And it's a bit unfortunate there, but uh, that's probably why we pick our, yeah, we pick our market and we pick the, uh, the people that we want to deal with. So anyway, to that end, um, CFS have come back to me today. They actually rang back today and they said, right, well, we will give you a, um, some more CFS, VP, sorry, the volume bonus. So they're worth turning off the volume bonus at September. Um, and they've said now that they'll go to November, which is almost laughable for me because after they turn off grandfathering, all of those clients have either been shifted to um, to wholesale or dialed up and dialed down. And so we're not getting any income. So the amount of money we're gonna get in volume bonus is gonna be negligible or next to nothing. So I don't know how that's all gonna pan out, but uh, they, and they rang me today, patted themselves on the back and said, hey, look at this guys, we're gonna give you some volume bonus right up till November. So yeah, I've no doubt that they'll give it to us, but I don't think it's gonna be very much. Um, access to files. Now, the other thing too in the upcoming um, CEO visits, I need to make sure that I've got access to your files. Um, Jezume is gonna start picking on you as well, but I need to get access to your files. Um, no, no ifs, no buts. If you can't provide that, go to, go to, go to something that you can, but uh, Jezume's got a spreadsheet where she has um, everybody's process uh, that they use for their, their soft files and um, we need to have access to that. Um, payment collection. All right, Dan is actually on the job now and he's looking at a couple of different methods of uh, collecting payments from clients. Now I know that the moment where we're currently relying on a, um, the, fund, uh, the fund managers and the product issuers to collect money on our behalf, I reckon that is ridiculous. And I think it's, uh, it's not good business practice relying on them to do it. And any other business doesn't rely on someone else to collect their money. We need to be responsible for our own money and responsible to our clients for our own money. And um, so I'm gonna have build up on the payway system and get something that's a little bit more um, user friendly and uh, will just you know punch out the invoices itself, collect the money itself and, uh, and do all of those tasks. So um, yeah, keep your ears out and I'll roll that out as soon as I get it. But uh, it's, yeah, it, look, it's something that I think that we need to get back hold of and, uh, and stop relying on product issuers to be doing all of our work. Um, podcasts, so this podcast too, Dan's actually looking at a, a method of putting it up online um, and hopefully we can find one where we can only, where we can control who actually accesses it, which will be easier for you to go back and uh, you know we'll be able to put more da data in there and have transcripts so I can actually go back and now get a transcript of all of the old ones. So you can actually do a search, a back search, if you're looking for things that, uh, that, that come up beforehand. Um, next one, the FACIR exam. Wow, we've got starting to punch a lot of people through. Just here recently, we've just got uh, Robin Wayne Gross, I think both passed and so did uh, Ricky Raymond. So congratulations to you guys. Good to see everyone out there doing their FACIR stuff and uh, getting, their heads around, uh, getting their heads around the ethics. Big, big part of the CEO uh, visits now too is uh, talking to uh, you about the ethics. Um, Mike Hall and Luke DiPrinzio both came on here a couple of weeks ago too. So they're both um, welcomed into the advice evolution fold and um, they're good fellas in, uh, in Newcastle and uh, you know, hopefully we'll see them if we ever get to have a conference again or if not, we might have a virtual one. 
Anyway, guys, that's all I've got for you today. I don't want to press on too long. Um, Norms will probably get this out tomorrow morning, the 8th of April, and uh, hopefully before <laughs> the uh, the two webinars start. But anyway, guys, uh, thanks for listening. And um, remember, give me a call if you uh, need to talk to me. And uh, if you don't forget the advisor um, on Zoom. We actually have an advisor group chat. And uh, there's some funny stuff in there. The rows are very active. Thanks, boys. And uh, But a few other people are, are being involved in that. I think we've seen Gary Santner's dog a few times. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being involved. And, uh, you know, if you just want someone to talk to, jump on Zoom and, uh, and have a bit of a yarn. But anyway, guys, thanks again.